And we're here on the Lions K&M Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio. Michael here, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ken Brown. How was your bye week? My bye week was it, it was not fine because I was I'm upset, and we're gonna get to that immediately as You're we get in. I know I'm upset. I don't know why when going into this season I knew what was gonna happen, but just the fact of seeing. I guess when you like see something you know is going to happen until you actually see it. It doesn't bother you as much. But now that I see it, I'm bothered. And we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, how was your how was your bye week? It was good. Yeah, it really was. It was good. I had a little quiet time, did a little bit of work, did a little bit of writing, not a lot for our website. And now we're gearing back up, you know, starting, I guess, yesterday. Yeah. Well, the um, whoever put the schedule together, they must have known the Lions were going to be 0-8 after the first eight because this was the perfect time for the bye week. A little earlier, it wouldn't have been good. A little later, it would have been worse. This was the perfect time just to sit back and see what you've been doing and what's right and going wrong in these first you know, half of the season. You know, I would like to, I would like to be hooked up to, to the head coach, his coordinators, whatever. When, you know, when they, they said took a deep dive into everything during the bye week and just you know, if I could hear them and they couldn't hear me, I just like to know what they think and, and what they say as they're playing the videos or the tapes or whatever it is. I'm plays that they obviously know. You know, some are good, some are bad, some are horrible, some are a- average. I would just like to know what they say. I really would. I like it's to just hear. unfiltered. I like to hear. Well, you pretty much get unfiltered from Dan Campbell. Just a matter of when you find him. Maybe you can corner him one day and he'll probably tell you everything. Probably. Well, yeah. why not? Okay, let me get my beef out the way so I can argue and then yell and scream and then we can move on. I find it unacceptable that they did not claim Odell Beckham Jr. Unacceptable. At least at the time of this uh, podcast, they claimed they weren't going to claim him. We'll see what happens later in the day. But they, if they didn't, I'm upset. Because they for all the biting kneecaps and you get knocked down, we getting back up and we'll do everything to win and we'll put everything out there. It's a no-brainer to pick the guy up. It's just money. The only thing you're spending is money. And for them not to even, with the receiver core that they have, to not even bring them in or claim them, it's just ridiculous. I, I find you, nothing what, what, with it. What do you think you're getting? You're getting if a better player than what you have. If he plays. If he I, don't play, he's a better player than what you have. He's better <laughs> than what you have. Kenny, but what if he doesn't play? What if he doesn't want to play with you? What, then what? Then it's just, well, we're just going to give him $7 million bucks, right? What do you get out no, of that? No, if he doesn't play, then you suspend him or cut him and get rid of him. Well, he could look. He, there's ways around that. Oh, he, if he, he won't come in Malinkra, he's not going to sully the already sullied reputation he has by being a pouty. He's got to be on his best Cle- behavior, at was least for eight best, games. Was he on his best behavior for eight games in Cleveland? Well, he didn't have to be then. He would already got his contract. He already got his money. He already got traded, so he didn't have well, he's to be. Already got his, he's already got his money now. But he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year because they changed right. the contract. He's got If he wants another contract, he's got to be on his best behavior. I'm Look, I'm no fan of the guy as a human being, trust me. But I'm saying the Lions better win a game. If they don't pick him up, they better win a damn game. That's all I got to say. Because if you go on 17, I'll, I'll broom the whole damn uh, thing out again. We'll start again. That's just the way well, I feel about it. Well, you know, you've had you've had like an extra week to get cranked up on this. I told Here's you I'm thing. cranked up on it, man. Look, I wouldn't. I would not have been. It's not what I would have done. Okay, I would not have brought him in if I'm the Detroit Lions because I don't think you really get anything out of it. 
That's just me. But I wouldn't have been upset if they brought him in, really. Frankly, I don't care who they bring in. That's up to them, and they'll, and they'll play who they who they want to play and develop who, who's there to be developed. But I don't think it would have been a bad thing to bring him in. I don't think it would have. You know, nobody I've ever talked to have ever said he's a bad teammate. Now, he might be a little quirky and tough to deal with in certain things, but I've never heard anything about him you know, dividing the locker room and all of that. No, never, never. Not with the Giants, not with the Browns, nothing. Now, I'm the one guy who believes that receivers are probably one of the easiest positions to fill in free agency and just, you know, in the offseason and and the draft. But when you're getting free ones, I mean, that's free right there. All you do is claim it. You earn the spot to be the worst team in the league to claim anybody who's cut. You earn it. I I don't agree with you that it's free because if 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 you have other players who coming up for contract and you take $7 million off your salary cap, that can affect how you do business with some of the guys that you want to bring back. It really can. You can get, you can get undercut when they really come up to true free agency by, you know, by not being able to bring those people back because you don't have a salary cap space. Like for example, there might be four guys you want to bring back and really you got enough money left for two and a half when you, when you spend what you have to spend. So, well, I would agree if there like, were years left on the contract, but if it was just for the end of the year, Mike, then that shouldn't affect next year. And all the yelling and screaming about – No, hey, but, you, but you, can, you can extend it at the end of the I season. Understand like, that, I, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. Like, for example, like Jalen Reeves-Maven, who they keep talking about how, much, how well he's played. Now, look, he's not going to be a $10 million player, but if you go from – this is just hypothetical. If you go from $1 million to $3 million, that's a big jump. If you've got three or four guys like that, then you might have to, you know, you might have to pick and choose who you bring back. Not that you don't have to anyway. This just might make it a little more difficult. There's now, not a player on that roster that I care if they come back or not. That's not, not under contract. Not one. Really? Not one. Not, 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 you tell nobody. me somebody coming up now for free agency that's under. Matter of fact, there's a couple under contract that I know I want to see gone next year. And nothing personal, but. You're paying nineteen million dollars oh, for one oh, guy. He better be out of here at the end of the year or a contract renegotiation. I'm not going to mention well, his can, name. I, I can tell it's not personal. It's nothing personal. It's just look. The, <laughs> it's not personal. You just want to take his money away. You got a couple of guys. That's well, personal. hold on, hold on, hold on. It, okay, oh, yeah. I'm not even going to get into it. Anyway, there's a couple of there's money out there to be had by other players. Well, we'll let oh, it go. Okay, I'm that. done talking. I'm done talking about it. He's not coming. I just don't get my wish. I, but like I said, that's why you're going to average 40,000 people in the stands the rest of the year. You'll get a good crowd on Thanksgiving and spoil their Thanksgiving dinner. And then the rest of the year, you're going to have 30,000 in there. It's going to look like the 2008 Cincinnati game, the Million Man March game, or those, the last game of the year. I forgot who they played where it was like nobody in the stands. And you got it coming. You deserve it because you put us there. And it's not really the guys in charge now. That's, this is a Patricia Bob Quinn production. I would agree with that. Let's move on. All right. I like the way that. Now, <laughs> hopefully, there's you some guys. You still don't have to sign off. I know. Hopefully, there's some guys out there that will be, maybe some more people get cut by the end, the end of the year, yeah. and then you can pick some of these guys up for next year. I still want to know, like, the guys that were hurt and injured waved on other teams, like Devin Funches and these guys that might be back now physically. Are there any interest in guys like that, you know, just to go out and get some – relief for the last, you know, nine games of the season? But, you know, that's a good question. You know, but I, I, who knows? Yeah. I, I, look, you've see, sometimes you see them bring in guys and they really do a little something for a little while, and then they just, you know, guys are on the street for a reason usually. They yeah, really are. that's why I said injured guys. I'm not talking about, you know, right, but like right. a plan. So, anyway, look, I just want to win a game. 
That's all. I don't care how we do it. We got to win a game. Well, I, want, I don't want to know what 17 season. No, my goal, my, if I were them, the goal should be two because you don't want to be the first team to go 0 17, and you don't want to be the first team to go 1 16 either. Don't be in the history books when this season is over. Believe me. Because, look, how much have we heard about it from the Detroit Lions in 2008? Maybe yeah. not so much, but do you know who you hear about it, though? No. Dan Orlowski. Yeah, well, that's because we have to see its mug every morning. That's the only reason. No, uh, the Cleveland, only reason you don't hear a lot from Cleveland going 0-16. Well, they went 0-16 and then 0-15. I know, but I'm saying that's worse than what the Lions did, but you don't hear talk about that. So I think it's just our ears are open to hearing 0-16. Maybe maybe the rest of the country don't give a damn either way. Well, I don't think they, the rest of the country really cares. I mean, there's only – I think there's probably only nine teams in the National Football League that everybody cares about, and the rest are just, you know. Right, the Globetrotters and the Washington Generals, right, the rest right, of the Washington right. Generals. I agree. Right. Um, I do think there's one thing, though, that um, I see growth in some young – we're going to talk about this in a second, but I do see growth in some young players. It's like um, you're on a movie set. The Lions have now got all the extras in the background they're putting together – yeah. Now they need to add the stars. They need to go get the Denzels and the you know, Tom Hankses of the world. They got to go find those guys <laughs> now. You already got Denzel the extras Washington. and the rest of the players. Yeah. Now you need yeah. the stars. So at least in that point, if they can come out of the season developing the background, you know, getting the, the, the regular actors together, then the offseason you go add some stars. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's a Denzel lookalike that we have to make a, a judgment on, and that's Jared Goff. Is he Denzel? Or is he a uh, carrot top? He looks like Denzel is Washington. He, is he Denzel or is he carrot top? We need to find hey, it out. Hold about. on a second. <laughs> yes. Are you crazy? Yes, indeedy. Yes, they look indeedy. a lot alike. Look just oh. alike. Twins, spitting image. Uh, but you need to know by the end of the <laughs> year. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what right. Was his name? And um, Danny DeVito. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, twins. <laughs> Are you crazy? Well, we need to find out by the end of the year. Do we have a quarterback for another year? Do we have a stopgap for another year? Do we have a guy that's going to be a the backup next year because of the contract he's got to stay? We, I, we still the, the jury's out on that. I think I look. I think he's going to be in Detroit next year, one more year, and then we'll see after that. But he certainly has to play. You know, he has to play better than he has played. I mean, eight touchdown passes and six interceptions. My gosh! No, nah. you know that's that's, that's just back that, to the Aaron yeah. Kramer days back in the nineties when remember the Lions would have a, a, a quarterback they'd be like eleven and eleven. You right. know, just touchdowns, interceptions, one to one, and that, man, we haven't had that since Stafford got here. Man, you just you, you forget it how how mediocre quarterbacking was when you had a good quarterback. Well, I don't forget because I saw it. Yeah, all I right. Mean, 19, well, but, yeah, we're not talking about. We know we not this right. is, we're, no Stafford zone for the next eight weeks. No Stafford zone. Well, even, okay, good. No Stafford. Well, make zone. it seven weeks. Make it seven, make it seven weeks. weeks. Yeah, well, we can talk about it when the playoffs come. Um, Let's talk about the offense. I don't want to do the grading of the players, whatever. We'll just do this. Name me one offensive player that you were um, think more of that was disappointing, one defensive player that you uh, think overachieved and disappointing. So that's four scenarios there. Give them to me. Go with offense first. Well, offense would be, to me, the most disappointing player, and I don't think he's a bad player as, as, uh, as a running back, is DeAndre Swift. Averaging three point two yards per, per per carry, I never expected that from him. You know, I, it, it's just it's shocking to me that 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 his average per carry is that low. He's been good as a receiver. He's been able to you know make a, a big play here and there, but the running game it just hasn't been there. Now look, he's able to find the end zone 
He's able to score touchdowns. He's you know he's really nimble. He he sees things. Uh, he's highly regarded, but it hasn't been there as a runner. I don't think three point two is, is satisfactory, right. and I would be surprised if it doesn't get better. I really uh, would. And your uh, outstanding player for the first half, or one that uh, are we talking about offense? Offense, yeah. Offense would be ha- uh, Hawkinson without Hawkinson. question. Okay. Yeah, he's been their best player. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Taylor Decker's my most disappointing player for the first eight games. Hasn't played. That's my disappointment. He got a little finger, man. Suck it up. Ronnie Light cut his finger off and played the damn <laughs> same game. Suck it up. Get out there. So, And Jonah okay. Jackson was, to me, uh, more impressive than I thought because you ever heard his name a lot, which is good for an offensive lineman. He just plays. He's um, he's a good player. He's playing better than I thought, and I think he'll get nothing but better. Second-year kid. Well, I, I can see you seeing that better than thought. I didn't know what to think. You know, I mean, right? I, that's I, my I, point. I didn't, I'm just saying. Somebody, I didn't, right? Who I didn't focus on Rutgers for four years or anything right. like that. Right. Or Ohio I, State. I agree with you. Yeah. So you overachieved. I'll, I'll give you one who I think's played better than I thought he would, and that's that Vitae over at right guard. Big V. Really? Yeah. He's played well. He yeah. really has. Yeah. yeah. They got a player there. Okay. Defense. Uh, uh, who's next. your uh, most uh, impressive and most disappointing? Most disappointing. I wish I'd have thought about this a little bit. I only told you I'll yesterday. You one, I, I only told you I, yesterday. I'll give you one that, I, that has come on. That's Jerry. Uh, Jerry Jacobs? Uh, that's, I'm thinking. Yeah, Jerry Jacobs, an undrafted free agent. He really looks like he's got a knack for playing in the secondary. I think that is a real a real find for the Detroit Lions here in this, in this you know, roster shuffle. You know, Look, they're playing backups to backups in the secondary. And I think uh, I think he's he's really shown something. That's a, I'm not gonna say he's a gem yet, but uh, or even a diamond in the rough. But the Bears watching, uh, very close watching. They might have something there. Mm-hmm. And uh, most disappointing, I just say the, the overall pass rush. I thought it would be better. Uh, Charles uh, uh, Charles Harris gave, gave, gave him you know a sack a sack a game for four games, but. And, and uh, Julian O'Quarrig has got a couple of sacks on the side. But that's it. And that's it. Right. I haven't seen much. Uh, very disappointing to Very me. easy on this one for me. Just most disappointing is Will Harris. I, I just it, it just ain't working. <laughs> just It's just not happening. It's just not happening. Just okay. not happening. And I don't think he – has he gotten any better since the beginning of the season? I think he probably has pretty much. I don't think yeah. so, but we'll see how that works out in the last half. But I expect him more from the third year. Yeah. Well, I expect him yeah. more. Yeah. Um, one player that I didn't think much of, and he has impressed me. I ain't saying he's the greatest player in the world, but Anzalone. I didn't expect anything out of him. I, just, I, I, I didn't. Agree. I didn't even think he was gonna you make know. the team. I just thought he was a guy that they signed from. Uh, the Saints because he knew uh, the coach or whatever. You no, know? he's really he's really, he's really along yeah he's a decent player, decent yeah, player. I, I took, I took Jerry Jacobs basically because a guy who came from nowhere. But you know what? Uh, Tracy Walker has has developed. He really has. He's he's made plays and he looks more sure of himself out there. He looks like he's really gotten some traction into playing safety. Well, yeah, I think he's taking Will Harris's skill because evidently and that's what made him better. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, as a group, man, it's like uh, that's you, not nice. It's like it happened to Costello, man. One without the other is not good. So. uh you know, as a team, he's uh, the other half's bringing him down. So as much as but good think, as I he's think, doing, yeah, Ken. But I think a guy like Amani or I think he's I think he's got a future in the league. I think he'll play a long time. He's got three interceptions and he's first, about where uh, I he, thought he would be, though. I thought he'd be yeah. a, a number two I, corner. Right, you could play with him. He'll play. You know, eight years in the league. Got a good size. Yep. 
Yep. I haven't seen the jump out of them, but I haven't seen the valley. You know, I haven't seen the hill, but I haven't seen the valley. It's been pretty much yeah. straight line, which is good. That's fine and dandy. It's a, what's this, this, third year now, second? Third year, third yeah. Year, yeah. Third so year out good. of Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Good, solid ball play. This is where you hated the Akuta injury because we could be judging now after eight games how much improvement he's had or how much improvement he hasn't had. Now we got to have the discussion next year at this time when it should have been having a discussion right now. You know, and we're really judging him because of one bad play. You know, he had one bad play in the opening game. That was that was a look. It wasn't good, but that's that's the last impression he's left. And right, get rid of him. No, don't get rid of him. Well, no, you got you paid him. Now you have to ride it out and see. But I just his development time is gone down. Like I said, right, every time you absolutely. see the kid in Dallas, though, they think he went in the second round to Akuda's first round, and you know, it's just uh, it just we'll see, like, we'll, see how we'll it see turns how it holds out. Up. Yeah, I tell you what, another Ohio State corner that came on the first round, um, Arnett, or his name got cut by the Raiders from being a bad egg. So, you know, the Raiders lose a first-round pick, not on the team. They lost Ruggs and Arnett. So they lost two first-rounders in in two weeks. And they got a third one that I think they're either going to get rid of or have gotten rid of. They already cut one third-rounder, I think. So, yeah, not a great draft. What about about the the pass rusher from uh, from Clemson? Oh, oh, Colin Farrell. Yeah, he's on the bench. He didn't cut, but he doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah, so – you know, that's what you get when you go from the broadcast booth to the uh, real being a real gym. It's nice to talk about it when you're just commentating, but when you actually have to get in there and dig these prospects up, a little different, huh, Mike? I would say so. A little I, different. I so. When your name is on it right. and you're not second-guessing it and you're saying which which of the nine guys you would have drafted in the first round, right? Well, you only get one shot yeah, that's at it. One it's shot. a big difference. Oh, and I'm putting it out here right now for next year. Um signing. I want Jabril Preppers on this team. I'm just putting it out there right now. He's done for the year. He hurt his knee. Been, Giants aren't signing fine. him back. I want him on his team next year. Why? To me, he's the perfect for the defense that Aaron Glenn is running. He can play close to the line at safety. He can he can cover a guy in the slot like a corner. And he I'm not saying he's the greatest player in the world. I'm not saying go out and expurge, you know, spend millions on him. But He's the perfect Swiss Army knife for this defense, and he'd be perfect in Glenn's system. And he can do kickoffs and punts. I like him. Well, I can tell that because you've been talking about him for five years. (laughs) I have been talking about him. (laughs) You know what? I've got a blister on my ear from that spot (laughs) you've been talking about. Uh, Oh, um, go ahead. ahead. One thing we we forgot in the special teams, I think it's been great. Not good, great. The special teams have been – I'm not just talking about the trick plays and the kicking and all that, but the coverage has been good. The returns have been pretty good. I think it's really, really been a strong – it's been the strong part of the team. And the worst the part about line, it is you're correct on that, but when you're 0-8, nobody notices. That's the bad part because they, they should be getting more recognition than they well, are getting. You and I are professionals. We notice everything. I know, but you're right, man. They, if this was a 6-2 a and two team or a, even a 4-4 four and four team, you'd be praising the special team work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. I read a story today, man. I read a statistic today. The Lions have only have one in the last six games. They have one first-half touchdown. The last six games? Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Man, <laughs> what is going on? And that was the Swift uh, touchdown. That Swift on the long um, – 
pass from uh, what well, was a short pass, but no, a long no, run, the sixty-five yard short run. Pass and a long run, yeah, yeah sixty-three yards. So um, yeah. that was it, man, for the last six games. That is awful, and I'm I'm sorry, your quarterback got to take the heat on that one. He seems like he's been a little reluctant to throw the ball downfield, but there's a good, good part of that is who are you going to throw to? You can just throw it just to throw it. They, they, you know, they don't have any size in the at wide receiver. No, well, the Khalif Raymond is what is five, five eight, eight and five nine, and they, they, you lo- you lost uh, Terrell Williams was it waved injured. You, you lost the size you had planned on having. Quintez Cephas was six one, yep, six, six two, six something feet. like that. Yep, he's and really been really built. Yeah, that was that's perfect. why they got to go that's find better. somebody, man. They, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. six feet tall. Okay, we're not talking about it. Uh, we're not talking about it. Um, yeah, you got me talking about Odell Beckham again. I'm not even listening. <laughs> I do know this one thing though that um, the second half of the season, especially with Decker being back now, so that helps eliminate the Frank Ragnow missing a little bit. I expect I expect golf. He's gonna have protection, so I want to see exactly what he's gonna do. He's got you know four to five linemen that started the season back, so he he should be. I don't. There's no excuses that he's not getting time or he's you know under too much pressure. Well, let's see. Look, let's see when when uh, Ducker plays. Is it going to come right out of the shoot, or is it going to be a couple of weeks? Yeah. I mean, look. Let's face it. You know he's. He's ready to go. He's gone through camp. He's gone through everything. It's like Wednesdays getting ready for, or Tuesday, whatever it was, getting ready for the season, and bingo. Yeah. If Eight it was a leg injury or something, I would be up, you know, give him some time or whatever. But since it's a hand and his body, his lower parts and, and and the rest of them is intact, he should he should be – it's been, what, three weeks now since he's been um, activated to practice? He should he should right. be He should be pretty much – I'm not saying a, a finished product, but he should be pretty much ready to go – well, he's certainly played level. long. He's played, you know, he's played what five years, right? Or whatever it is. Right. So, yeah, so you know, yeah, unless, right? Unless I don't hear no excuses. Look, get out there, do your job. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. Okay. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh's not the watched, greatest team in the world. I no, I watched that game last night, and I liked it. It was entertaining and all that. I liked the, I, I liked the Justin Fields. Came on, he throws a throws a nice deep ball. I like to see him throw a short ball a little more accurately, but he really can air it out. Like he, that. to me, though, I, it's something about him that I don't like. And I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't think he's going to be an upper echelon quarterback. Right. The thing I don't like about him, for one thing, he throws like a baseball pitcher, so he gets a lot better. Even that interception last night was one where, uh, you know, somebody who goes over the top, it wouldn't have got, it wouldn't have got batted down. And t- right. he – his decision making is slow. He's slow out there on that man. You can see him. You can see him looking at the guy he's going to throw to, and he doesn't pull the trigger until you know a second or two passes. And that's all in the pros. Right. That's all these guys need. So I don't know if he can change that because it looks like that's just the way he is as a quarterback. Well, guys can speed up. Their clock, internal clock speeds up, and they get more comfortable, and they're sure of what they're seeing, and they get rid of the ball. But well, you know, you know, that's one of the things that, for different reasons, that uh, that. Uh, Dan Campbell said in his Monday presser yesterday was that he wants to start pulling the trigger on some of these, you know, on the outside receivers. Pull the trigger. Yeah. We're going to design things for you. Pull the trigger. That's exactly what he said. Pull the trigger. I guess I said it five times there. <laughs> That's what he wants to do. you got to get the ball downfield. You just can't keep dinking and dunking. you got to do it. Remember when William Clay Ford was upset with the offense and he referred to it as the beanbag offense? Yep, the Mickey Mouse <laughs> offense. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know one thing. Also, we can talk a little bit of draft right now. Just I'm not players or whatever, but just position wise. 
And do you think that they need to take a quarterback in the first round? Do I think they need to? No. I don't 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 ever take a player any round unless he's worth being taken there. In other words, that's 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 where teams get in, and the Lions have done it before too, get in deep trouble because they try to fit a player into a draft spot where he really doesn't belong. Well, you know, and by the end of the season, though, one of those quarterbacks is going to get pushed into a top ten ranking. It happens every year. It might it might happen every year, but look, that doesn't mean you have to be the one to go for it. That's what I'm saying. See, and, this, and, 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 and Kenny, it's impossible for that to happen to the Lions because they get because they're likely to have the first or second pick, right? So they're not going to be back at six or seven. They're going to be right up there in the first two, and you, there's no way you can take a lesser quarterback at that at one and two if, you, if you've got, you know, like the, that Thibodeau from, from Oregon well, who's, who's highly rated. You, know, right. you, you can't do that. Well, let's look at this, Mike. When Baker Mayfield came out, he was not projected to go number one until probably the week of the draft. And right. Cleveland took him number one. Yeah. Now, you can say if that worked out or not, but Baker Mayfield was a first-rounder, then he became the Heisman Trophy winner, and he moved up, and then he was top ten. And remember, I think it was other players they thought they were going to be taken even up to the draft week, and Baker gets right. number one. So I've seen it happen before, and I'm just wondering, is quarterback the main position that you really need to worry about next year? Because well, even if you draft a quarterback number one, is he, is he going to help you next year? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, who who thought that Wilson and, and Lance were going to be were two three? Exactly, that, exactly. Another who would have thought exactly. that? So it happened before. They're both hurt. I just don't yeah, think the Lions hurt. should uh, run up there and move a quarterback up just because you need one. No. Uh-uh. And it, like I said, if you can get a sec, a second round or a late first, you got another first round pick where you can ease a guy in, like Lamar Jackson was a late first rounder. You get a guy like that that you can ease he in. The last, he was the last pick of the first yeah, round. So, was, they traded up to get him. So, you know, Sam Howell from North Carolina, who's falling off at the beginning of the season, he was talked about top ten. Now everybody's not even talking about him in the top two or three quarterback. Get a guy like that maybe or something in the, you know, end of the first round, start a second round and see what you right. can do. But take that first round pick and take the best, hopefully best defensive player you can. Right. Or best if there's a wide receiver there, if it's one that's that great, take him. But I don't think it is one this year. Right. So we'll see how it works out. But that's what we have to talk about. All right, Mike. Anything else before we get out of here today that I'm forgotten about? Yeah, uh, you think the Detroit Lions with with fourteen week fourteen days to prepare are going to give the Pittsburgh Steelers a tough run because they've only got five days to prepare? No, nah, no. Nah. They're not going to win this week. But I'm going to tell you right now, it'll be closer than you think because Ben Roethlisberger is done, man. It, uh, stick a fork in him. You know what, though? Give him this. That four-game winning streak they've got, he's got six touchdown passes and no interceptions. So at least what he's putting out there isn't hurting them. It may not be lifting them, but it's not hurting That's them. That's true. And I don't want to hear you guys out there yakking about uh, Devin Bush over Hawkinson. Now, I like the the commentators in town at these sports talk. Oh, we got should have took Devin Bush down. Just let it play out. When you guys get these rookies, let it play out two or three years, and then you'll see. Well, Kenny, in two or three games. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll tell you another thing that I, I'm going to come back in at the end of the season. Was the Khalil Mack trade worth it to Chicago? And well, I, I told you at the time, one. remember I used to tell Dan Miller, yeah. I said, the bill will come due, and then you'll see. You gave up two first-round picks, and Chicago got nothing out of it. He got a good player, but he wasn't a game changer. 
you would have been better off with those picks. And those picks, I think, were pretty high picks that I think they ended up being. Let me tell you this. Here, I'll give you one, and I hate to say this, but watching the uh, Sunday night game, I'm not convinced that the L.A. Rams are going to make the playoffs. It's, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. They're 7-2 and two now. They'll make the playoffs. Tight. You mean when did the division, No, no. Right? I'm saying making the playoffs. You don't think they can be a, wild, a third wild card at the worst? I said they can. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not going. I, I wouldn't guarantee it. I, they, they, Aaron Donald doesn't look like the old Aaron Donald at all. He looks, he looks good. He doesn't look great. That's part of it to me. It really is. Yeah. Well, when you got a 40 year old left tackle, I, 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 you're really rolling the dice. You know, with Whitworth. Yeah. I mean, well, you're rolling the dice, man. He's gonna make it all through the year. And, and, and what about the pass rusher that brought in? Oh, he's hurt already. He couldn't even play last week. I mean, what I, I saw a stat. What did he play? He missed eight games out of the last 32 or something. It's a, yeah, it's a big number. I, I can't remember the exact number now. But it's probably, probably he's more been than hurt. eight then. Yeah, he's been yeah. hurt. He's just not he's, – he's, he, that's why you got him. Why do you think Denver got him? Gave him away. Yeah. You know, the, the, this was last year of his contract, I think, wasn't it? Or is he had one more? And it, he was hurt all the time. It was a yeah. perfect move for them. They got a second and third rounder out of him. Yep, I agree. So we'll I see. Agree. But I agree with you, man. The, the next couple that's, weeks are going to be not real. Automatic. Well, like I said, I'm happy for – I'm mad for Stafford if it doesn't happen, but I'm happy if it doesn't because that's a better pick for the Lions. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'd, like to see, I'd like to see Stafford get a run. I yeah. really would. But that team is hanging by a thread in my well, opinion. Well, you've got to tell the great Sean McVay that he needs to become more of a brainiac, yeah. right? Or let him tell you he'll handle it because he does everything. Hey, when you start doing John McVay's voice, or Sean McVay's <laughs> voice, it's time to say goodnight. Time to say goodnight. All right, Mike. Goodnight, Gracie. Until next week when we talk <laughs> Cleveland Browns, which could have been the old BJ return to Cleveland, but no, the Lions don't need them. So we won't talk about that next week, but we'll talk about Cleveland coming up. Wonderful. Right. Just wonderful. See you later. That's the k <laughs> Podcast. Kim Brown, Michael Harris. Check out Mike at DetroitLions.com for his features all week. Check me out, WJR. We have – Hawkinson, every Monday, 530. Till then, we're out.